The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. Man, I set up that segue there and I completely mm. didn't look at the comment section as I had to do all the switching around and everything. Oh, no. And I missed a great surprise here. Jarris, biggest surprise, Sam Howell getting all pro votes. Oh, that would be just outstanding. Yeah, That would be just outstanding. But let's go ahead and get to the injuries and updates now that we're uh, here in the game. Arizona preview coming up Washington plays Arizona, but they're practicing today. They got some things going on here. So let me switch this back over to our uh, little dealio here to show. Uh, so Jamison Crowder got signed to the practice squad. They also signed uh, Kedron Smith to the practice squad, releasing William Bradley King mm. and Nolan Lothenberg. Yeah. Anything that, uh, yeah, as Trev waves them goodbye here. Yeah. Do those signings to you mean anything? Jamison Crowder obviously coming back. We were joking that it was 2015 in the uh in the in our group chat there. Yeah. But did the the these Trav, you're waving at him. You're like, yeah, whatever, we don't care. But what what do, what do these signings mean to you? I don't even know who Keaton Smith is. Sure. So there's that. Um Jamison Crowder, I just don't know what we're doing um when he was here with us in washington he was serviceable i'm not saying he was elite i'm not mm -hmm. saying he was top whatever but he was serviceable he is the last person to return a punt for a touchdown mm -hmm. for our organization back when we were called the redskins but he has not jp finley tweeted he has not had a healthy full healthy season since 2019 i believe right uh ever since he left us he's been bouncing around the league team to team practice squad to practice squad yeah um, I just I just don't get why we're giving this another go around um, based on the stats and history he, I just gave and he has. Um, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's a, a hint that says we need a good return guy because Dax Milne is injured. He you know he's a good possession return guy, but he doesn't give big returns. He just catches right. the ball and takes a knee, and that's about it. Um, there's been Giddy been lining up back there a little bit, but you really don't want to do that. You don't want to use Jahan Dotson, even though he's taking some snaps back there. You don't want to do that. So I guess they're bringing him in to be that wide receiver five or six guy, I guess, so we can get some returns until Dax is healthy. I really don't know why we went the Jamison Crowder route. I'm not impressed with it. I'm not really happy about it. I'm just It's a big question mark as in why, but like I said, I guess it's because we need a better returner back there. So I did I a get it. I did a lot of thinking on this one because I was right there with you, Trev, when, when this was first announced, first of all, that they were bringing him in for a workout, and then they decided to go ahead and sign him to the practice squad. And I thought, what are we doing? This is not – it's not 2015 or 2016 right. anymore. He's 30 years old. That's not super old, but still, he's got a lot of miles on him, right, mm -hmm. at, at 30 years old, playing for almost 10 years now. I thought, what? Do, this is ridiculous. But they worked him out, and they decided to go ahead and sign him. So he's got something left. He's got something going there. Because there have been plenty of guys that they look at here and there, and they say, 
we don't want to sign this guy. We don't want to sign that guy. And with the Dax Milne injury situation, he was the only guy who did not practice today. Was Dax Milne the only guy on the roster that did not practice today? So that means he's probably not going to be ready by Sunday. And you need somebody dependable back there. Mm-hmm. This may be just a short-term fix until Dax is completely healthy. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. And like I said, they took a look at him and they said he's good enough to, to go on here. But right now he's just on the practice squad. So let's not worry about him until they elevate him to the 53. Which then they we will. can start saying, which they probably will. You're right. But it's he's very not likely gonna, that he's going to go. Let's not get anything in our heads that he's going to be wide receiver three or wide receiver four. <laughs> yeah. and he's going to go out there and, and return it 13 yards on, on these returns every time. Let's probably not just get crazy. Fair catch the ball a few times, and that's going to yeah. be the right. Story. Let's just not get crazy. With that's I have to share this because I did a little chuckle. So if you, if you heard me chuckle just a few seconds ago, Metaphor had a great joke in there is the the – Comment sections going wild. I've missed it a couple times there. Jamin knows a lot about miles, about 114 miles. That is, that was a good, that was a good one metaphor. I'm going to give you a props and put that one on screen for you. Am I the only one who, like, I know everyone's excited about Jamison Crowder possibly replacing Dax Milne, who's, you know, not too exciting. We did that in-depth look at Dax Milne as a return person. I'm just happy to have Jameson Crowder back. Am I the only one in there? I mean, if you look at what he's done in the league, you're right. It's nothing outstanding, but these numbers that he's put up, even post Washington. Yeah. Only last year was a dud and that was due to injury. Right. Four games in, he get he gets injured and he just was kind of ineffective. But the year before that with the, the jets, he caught 51 uh, passes for 447 yards. Yeah, how many games? That was 59, and that was in uh, started four games, played in 12, and so yeah, he he has the he hasn't played a full season, but yeah, he's an effective wide receiver. And again, I'm not saying that he's he's not getting above Deami Brown, sure, right? and he probably is not going to get above Pringle because Pringle's kind of an EB guy, right? Sure, but I mean, this is a quality receiver to add to your group, even at age 30. If you're using him sparingly, yeah, maybe you're you're not going to develop a talent, but Dax Milne having a hamstring injury, why not suit up seven wide receivers who you know can go out there and do it? And and he plays that Dax Milne spot very, very well. Sure. Dax Milne. Played. You guys are acting like he's 36, for goodness (laughs) sake. 30 in football years is old. Yeah. It's kind of old. Not old. It's not that at, old. at the wide receiver, where where it's everything. Your your body is everything as a wide receiver. I mean, you can you can play football at a advanced age in some other positions, even an offensive lineman you can. But as a wide receiver, where it's all dependent upon that quick twitch, at thirty years old, you're starting to lose it. But I do agree also that if he's out there on the field on Sunday, not. In the punt return, I'm not talking about. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. The PCC 1901 says, if he's out there on the field running routes on Sunday, we in trouble. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree. About wide receiver six, wide receiver. I agree. Five. 
If they're playing, there's a big yeah. problem. If you see Mitchell Tinsley <laughs> out there, we're probably oh, if, if we're down that problem. deep. And we like Mitchell Tinsley. Right, That's right. right. But just not instead of Terry McLaurin or not right. instead of Samuel or Dotson. Alongside so, yeah. so sticking with Jamison Crowder, I'm going to switch to the, uh, to the kind of what I think about the other signings uh, after this question here. But if this is a short-term fix, as both of you think, if they bring him up to the 53, somebody's got to leave the 53. That's who right. is that? Yeah, that that's a huge. I, who, who who do they let go? Do they put Dax Milne on the IR? I was going to say, do they put him on the pup list or the IR? And, and, and well, that means he's got to miss four games at least. Mm-hmm. If they do that, it's probably what he's going to do. Or they anyway. just cut somebody. They cut a Curtis Curtis Hodges off the 53, oh. or they cut a Trent Scott off the 53 yeah and then uh, after they clear waivers no one's probably going to pick up curtis hodges so after they clear waivers then they sign him back to the practice squad until you know other guys get healthier water and bring them back so we all know curtis hodges is not a playing time kind of guy right he's either going to be inactive or at some point they're going to find somebody that they need sign him to the 53 and curtis hodges is probably the odd man out so that that could be it. That could be a Curtis Hodges deal. So the other side, moving away from Crowder here, the kind of what I think about the signings. One, I was surprised that William Bradley King was released. Were you? I was. Were you? Yeah, I mean, he was on the practice squad. I think what this signifies that, and the fact that they got rid of Nolan Loffenberg, a center. Mm-hmm. Is that they are happy with the the draft picks that they they took this year? KJ Henry, Andre Jones on the defensive inside. Yeah. Sure. They they they're they're fine letting William Bradley King, who was kind of an emergency defensive end. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we've got we've got young guys who can be those that emergency defensive end for us. And then Ricky Stromberg, I think, has come on really strong here in the last he, few he weeks with has. the preseason games, and they've they've. This was a guy who they weren't going to play at center this year, who is now your backup center. Tyler Larson was listed as third. Tyler Larson was the one who was cut and then brought back on. It looks like Ricky Stromberg has has shown them enough to be like, we don't need a fourth center this year. We've got (laughs) enough. We don't need no Keith Ishmael's over here. (laughs) To me, I think that's, that's a promising sign that they're willing to do that. And they're picking up guys like Jameson Crowder to fit needs, right? This is what they're doing. They're like, okay, okay. we don't need the, the, these guys as a, just in case, let's get a good couple guys on this roster in case, you know, for the situations we need right now, mm-hmm. not sure about the safety one. Maybe that's just a guy that they like and then they're yeah, willing to pick up. But what did that say? What did that say? They the player to add to the practice squad because they released two. You add two. I don't know, but why? Why safety? Yeah, safety. Safety. I'm just wondering. Safety was a bit interesting because it was. It's not something we've heard. We've, as far as we know, Derek Forrest, Cam Curl, Percy Butler, Quan Martin out there at safety, all healthy and doing fine. Jeremy Reeves as as the elder statesman of that group. Stop uh, it. It's uh, it's interesting. Stoner, you think there's more to it? <laughs> well, you're asking the question. So what's your answer? Just He's just some guy, and they were like, huh, I, I'm let's with, go sign this guy. I'm with I'm reason. with Trev, and I have no it? clue who Kendron right. Smith is. In fact, I'm going to have to Google him right, right. now. 
But the point is, he's a safety. Why are you signing a safety? Why are you getting rid of Nolan Loffenberg? God love him. We, we've never seen him play in our life, except for in the preseason. But why are you getting rid of him and bringing on a safety? Why are you getting rid of that offensive lineman to bring in a safety? That's all I'm asking. There's there's a reason behind it. They didn't yeah. just randomly select the guy You're right. and say, let's bring him on. This could There's be a, a guy that they that they liked because he's only 23 years old. Yeah. Um, and I believe he is a rookie. I'm again, yeah. So he is a rookie from Kentucky. Hmm. And he's kind of a he's a bigger dude. He's not he's not uh he's six foot two, two ten. I, I, I just think maybe it was this was a guy that they were looking at uh and maybe they he was open, and so they're like, "Hey, let's go ahead and see if you know this guy can be a developmental guy." Oh, but I mean, right. the safety room has been stacked, so I'm I was yeah. a little surprised to see right. that there. So we'll see. Gotta ask um, yourself. There's usually a yeah. reason behind it. Tom, no, Tommy uh, T hitting in here, maybe value in the player more than the position. Possibly, mm-hmm. lots of value is going to be or was on the practice field today. As uh, lots of the stars were there, uh, I hate that we use Dov here because I know I, that I couldn't find it. anywhere else. Sorry, yeah, I used Dov. Yeah, so <laughs> Dov climbing here. Unexpected good news: defensive end Chase Young and wide receiver Terry McLaurin are at practice today in full pads. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna get his uh, his tweet off here. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, good news though. And, All and right. to add Let's to talk that, about it. Let's talk Logan about Thomas it. was in uh was in pads oh. and Jonathan Allen was in pads. It good. looks like if you asked us two weeks ago mm-hmm. when Terry got rolled up on, Jonathan Allen's missing game time with plantar fasciitis, Chase Young is second weekend dealing with this stinger, mm-hmm. and Logan Thomas is still nowhere to be found on the practice field. Yeah. If you would have told us Today, Wednesday, the 6th of September, mm-hmm. that all of these guys would be in pads for the first day of practice and getting out there and doing things. Yeah. I think we all would have, we would have put a dollar against it. We said, no way. Terry was in a boot last week. He Up until Tuesday. Boot. Yeah, he yeah. was in a walking boot until Tuesday. Yeah, that's really surprising to me that I, I think most of all that, you know, you have to submit this injury report each week. And it's surprising that all those guys that you mentioned that Jonathan Allen wasn't even listed on the report. Kendall Fuller, not listed on the report. Leno, Wiley, um, all these guys that had been nicked up through the course of the season. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cole Turner was another guy who was nicked up a little bit. And none of them were on the injury report at all. That's really surprising to me. And, of course, McLaurin and Chase practicing. McLaurin says, you know, he's a fighter. He wants to be out there Sunday. From what we saw, now, they don't get to film practice, the actual practice anymore, because it's game week and they're doing installs and they don't allow that anymore. But what we saw with Terry, I was not overly impressed. He was out there. He was running some routes, but he was not, like, running hard routes. Not full speed, yeah. Maybe he did during practice. I don't know, but I just wasn't like looking at him saying, oh, he looks really good, but he was out there and Chase was out there and Chase, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not talking about Chase anymore. I'm tired of talking about Chase. 
Why? I'm tired of it, Trev. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the secrecy. I'm tired of the the he's got to go talk to his doctor over Zoom. And the doctor last week and Ron won't talk about it. And he's out there in pads for three weeks, but he can't do any uh, contact. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of his knee. I'm tired of his neck. I'm tired of his missing OTAs. I'm tired oh of my. I want a dog. He is. You just said you like the dogs and these guys, and he's just not yes. one of those guys. Oof. I, I wow. want him to be great, but he's just not wow. a guy. He's he's not a guy like Terry who's going to go out there in a, in what is kind of a meaningless game against Arizona, meaning that they should just whoop him up pretty easily. But Terry wants to be out there. I don't know if Chase wants to be out there. That's just me. Wow. Questioning the man's <laughs> desire to play football. You know how I feel about that, Stoner. Don't, I don't like that, right? Why I'm not? not here to, I'm not here to question whether or not he he loves what do you football. Mean? I don't, Why not? I we don't we're not there. We're yeah. not at practice. What we're is not wrong engaged with, with him. You can't say, we do not have the position to be able to say whether or not he has a desire to play football. It's because Terry came out and said it and Chase didn't say it. Is that why? What if all right, role, role reversal. What if Terry was having these injuries and problems and stuff like Chase was doing? Yeah. Do you feel the same way about Terry as you do about Chase? No. And you know why? Because Terry has a track record. Terry has four years of <laughs> playing in pain at times. And Terry has a track record of never missing practices. Terry has a track record of being at every OTA, at every uh, uh, practice, every the, the voluntary OTAs. He's always Keyword. there. Whether he's got his whether he's got his money or not. That's why, Trev, you asked me if roles were reversed. That's why I would not have that same feeling because he's proven it. Chase has proven squat in this league. He has mm. proven, proven diddly squat. He, he was good enough for he the, the longest, rookie of the year. The longest recovery from a knee injury I've ever seen. And now he's got the longest recovery. <laughs> from a stinger in Bro, the history of the NFL. Kyla Murray has the longest injury in the injury you've ever seen. He's not going to be able to play this year. And he injured in the first game. Yeah, last he's going to play this that. year. No, he he's going to play this year. I'll bet you. Kyler Murray's too small to have the longest uh, knee injury. In <laughs> he history. injured it in the first game of the year last year. I think he did. Yeah. Like was that. It that yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, it was, it was a bad injury. Jarris, y'all got to put some respect on Chase' name this year. Stop playing with Thank Chase you. like that. Jarris, this is my opinion. I am Ain't in. No I am in Chase's. Stoner put I was about to say Stoner. This is a Stoner issue, but Stoner, that is an opinion that a lot of fans have. Right? They think that Chase is a bust already. I don't. I I think that there's potential. I do need to see it on the field. Right? I want to see this action on the field there. You did mention um, a little bit of that injury report. Chase was at practice. And as Tommy pointed out, he did an interview. He said he wanted to be there. Dax Milne was the only did not practice today. Terry McLaurin and Chase Young were both limited. That's probably why you saw him kind of just doing, you know, walking through those drills there. Both guys, Terry and Chase say that they want to be there. They're fighting through this. You said it was a meaningless game. And a lot of people are agreeing with you both on that, that this is going to be a cakewalk. 
It we'll is. get some predictions and everything. Mm-hmm. So do you sit your studs like a Terry McLaurin to not further risk injury? Or do you play Chase Young because he hasn't shown you enough? You well, play I play. Trav. We'll start with Trav. You play both. Terry's a captain. He wants to play. You play him. He has a right to decide if he's playing or not. They gave that man extension for a reason. He's played with 10 other quarterbacks, 1,000 yards all the time. He has merit to say, hey, I'm playing turf toe or not. Chase Young, prove it year. You didn't pick up my fifth-year option because of my knee injury was so bad, and now I have a stinger, but I'm in the best shape of my life. Okay, noted. I'm going to come out here and wreak some havoc. You played both. It's game one. New ownership, new offensive coordinator, new everything. Everything mm-hmm. is new. New attitude, new hype. You got to play. You're in the NFL for a reason. Play. Don't just yeah. sit out because week one's a slash game, potentially on paper. They're that, the Cardinals are an NFL team, too, whether yeah. – Josh Dobbs is starting or not, they're an NFL team as well. Any given Sunday, it's not just a movie. Mm-hmm. So you play both. If they're both 90%, they're both vocal about playing, you play both. You don't rest them. This is not end of the season. It's the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, if they're able to play, then you play them. As much as they – as easily as they should win this game, like Trev said, this they're an NFL team over there. They get paid. They're going to try as hard as they absolutely can. Once it comes Sunday, you can talk about tanking all you want. Once you get out there on the field Sunday, those guys aren't tanking. Those guys are going to give everything they got. So you have to have all your guys to play against them. So yeah. no, I play him. Yeah, I think you play both. Uh, and if the game starts getting out of hand, then you can start to talk about seeing others. Or if, as uh, as Gus Bus here said, you don't sit guys because you think Cardinals are going to be a cakewalk. You sit them because they'll help them. Get be in better shape for week two, right? You're looking at the long game here. You're not sitting them because of the Cardinals game. You're sitting them because you want them in week 16. You want them in week 17. Uh, but I think both guys uh, will play. I think that they will be healthy here. Jairus, I just want to, again, I want to let you know that you're you're not alone here. Stoner's the lone wolf on this one. Yeah, hi. Uh, Chase had a uh, one bad year. Literally, all you can say is he played one bad year. He played bad his second year, got hurt, came into the season late, played three games. You combine both 2021 and 2022, that's a full uh, season here. Jairus, I will say he does need to come back this season, and he needs to play like his rookie season, possibly even better than his rookie season, to continue staying a Washington commander. Stoner's got his hand raised like we're in the fifth grade. <laughs> He's... Do you remember when he was when he came off the uh, injured list last year? Do you remember that? You remember yeah. how long it took for him to actually play in a game? Yeah, didn't yeah. it take him like six it was more the, weeks? Yeah, after it was that? the it was the full time. Yeah. They took they waited until the last minute to activate <laughs> him, right because like he came off of uh, the uh, the pup I believe he was on, yes. and then so they had so they had uh, three weeks to activate him. They waited until the last minute to activate him, and mm-hmm. then. He stayed on inactive as he was uh, working through that. Uh, yeah. Injury. So he why just wasn't they, as explosive? Why did they take him off the the pup originally? Why did they do that? Because that activates his window. Because mm-hmm. they thought he was ready, mm-hmm. and he wasn't for week after week after week after week. Enough of that. And by the way, let me just ask you all this: <laughs> Is 
is was Chase Young voted on by his teammates as a captain? Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. No, he wasn't. Okay, no, why he not? not? Why not? Was he last year? No. Was he the year before? He was yes. a captain. Yes. Right. His he was year. right. So, I mean, just do the math. Do the math with all these things that are working against him in terms of his um his ability his value to the team just do the math stop fooling yourselves you keep making excuses for for him every time something like this happens you make excuses you make excuses for him having a bad second year you make excuses for him coming off the pup and then taking all the time in the world to finally come back and then not doing anything you make excuses for two years in a row not showing up to voluntary OTAs you make excuses for him uh, being out for a month with a stinger. You make excuses for him for not being voted captain after he was voted captain in previous years. You just keep making excuses for him. When are you going to start holding him accountable? When? When will you guys start holding Chase Young accountable to be that powerful, game-changing, chaotic, uh, offense-fearing a coach game plan changing I'm not sitting here for this. player. Yeah, when, when he when gets you guys when he gets this? benched, when he gets benched for KJ Henry or well, Andre Jones. Well, there you go. He's yeah, still better go. than those guys. Stoner, how about this? All Eight right. and a half sacks or more yep. for Chase Young this this season. I know we he, finished our season predictions earlier, but I'm, okay. right now, eight and a half sacks for Chase Young. You you willing to you're willing to take the under there with a dollar dollar? Um for eight and a half. That's that's one good more. That's, that's one more than his his uh his rookie year. His rookie year. Yeah. Um I would I don't I'm thinking that's a really good number because it's gonna be right around there. I I'd take the over. I'd say okay. not I think he's gonna have nine. And then I'll happily Watch uh, his he- ass walk away in free agency <laughs> with nine sacks. Probably, probably true. Right. Probably true. <laughs> That's what will happen with nine yeah. sacks. Yeah. A- Allison saying what I've been saying for two years, two years now. Chase Chase Young is uh, clowning. Yeah. A- 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 they're both. It's just all very similar. Both oh, have that potential impact. Yeah. I want Chase to, to ball out. I want, so do I I. want Chase and Montez sweat. Yeah. We're fans, right? So, of course, we want this. I want them to go back to that 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 charisma, that desire of want, crushing the duo sack record. Yeah, right. Oh man, Chase does have to prove it. I'm in Chase's corner. Me Stoner too. is more so saying, "You got to prove it, Chase, because you haven't done anything for me uh, lately." So, yeah, we'll done st- anything we'll st- for me? Don't don't even put lately on there. And <laughs> done anything for me. for you? Period. Full stop. Well, let's move on to this Arizona game here. Ian Rappaport right. uh, saying that the Cardinals are expected to start Josh Dobbs week one. This is a player who wasn't on the team until, what, last week? Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. Their other option is rookie Clayton Toon uh, getting <laughs> those uh, backup reps. So what do you guys make of the, the QB situation across mm. the field for um, uh, Washington and how that's going to play out? in uh, week one well i'm just gonna be realistic and honest we struggle with 
any type of mobile quarterback. If we can let okay. Vanilla Vic, Daniel Jones, run all over us with his stiffness, yeah. Josh Dobbs might not beat us with his arm or his accuracy, but he's a mobile quarterback. Yeah. We saw it in Tennessee in college. We've seen it everywhere he's played in the NFL. He escapes the pocket and makes and stands the plays and makes things happen. Well, we saw we that in the, in the preseason game. Yeah, exactly, which preseason. is the reason why he's got this job right now probably. So yeah. um, I'm not saying, you know, we just better not lay down and just read his name and be like, oh, Josh Dobbs, he's a journeyman, we're good. No, any given Sunday. All it takes is a little quarterback scramble here, quarterback scramble there, extend the play. And that could be the you know the the decision of the of the outcome of the game, like Nathan said earlier, like a um, a dropped pass or a tipped pass or a failed mm-hmm. third down or you know anything, some critical play. So sure. I'm not saying us that you know we should lay like we should we should not lay down because it's Josh Dobbs. I'm not saying we should over worry about it, but we should definitely recognize that in the past, no matter who we play that has mobility at quarterback, we let them have a field day on us. So. Just being honest. Other than that, we should come out with a win because I don't know who he's throwing to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's receiver. I just know James. Arizona Conner. has been yeah. decimated. A lot of people think that they're publicly, you know, tanking to get that number one pick. So sure. much so that Caleb, uh, Caleb's father came out and was just like, "Hey, if uh, if we don't like who's at number one, we're just going to stay in USC." Uh, <laughs> this coming after. Arizona posts on their own channels a video of their head coach Gannon giving quite possibly the worst motivational speech <laughs> yeah, we've ever heard. Yeah. When when we've heard Ron Rivera give a motivational speech, we're ready to run through a wall. Yeah. When EB has made a motivational speech, we're ready yeah. to run through the wall. I'm yeah. not going to get on Jack Del Rio because we need him to stay quiet as much as possible. <laughs> yes. We don't need yeah. to make any speeches. Yeah. When Gannon gave this, this, uh, how did you get here? Did you take the bus? Yeah. <laughs> it was quite possibly one of the just most hilarious, hilarious things we've seen. And it's awful. I didn't, and, but here's the, here's the thing I want to talk to you guys. I mentioned, in the cool down or the warm up, rather, that I wanted to talk about Gannon because he is kind of goofy and now we're clowning him. And it reminded me of a few seasons ago of another coach that I we clowned really mm-hmm. when he had a presser that we we're all like, This is your head coach. Oh, we mm-hmm. about to smack them up and down the field year in and year out only to watch that head coach then become a another meme because he was crying at the super bowl yeah of course i'm talking about nick serrani the coach of the eagles Mm -hmm. who again he had that bad presser he did and we all clowned him and thought that you know hey this guy is a joke and the eagles now are going to be garbage and we watch them ascend into a Super Bowl. I only bring up Sarani, and I think I only connected the two because of where Gannon came from. Gannon was one of the coordinators for Philadelphia Eagles last year. Mm-hmm. Is he? Is this? Is this going to be a, a surprise for Washington that Gannon is actually a decent coach, and this game's going to be closer, like you said, uh, Trev, any given Sunday? Now that you mentioned that, no. 
because they don't, this goes back to the original question. Would you rather have elite coaching or elite talent? And mm -hmm. Arizona does not have any talent. I'm sorry, right. but they don't. They had to flip a coin between a guy named Clayton Toon and Josh Dobbs to see who's starting. Yeah. Um, so in this particular game, no, I'm not worried at all. He might be, he might have a great scheme. He might have a great philosophy as a coach, but he doesn't have the talent to execute it. So that's my opinion on that. And he's the he's the defensive coordinator guy, right? Yeah. For the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's a yeah. defensive minded guy. So I wouldn't worry about how he's handling quarterbacks as a defensive minded uh, coach. But because he's been there already. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we see how that works out. I you know I spent five minutes just absolutely bashing Chase Young, right? But in the case of like Josh Dobbs, he's a journeyman quarterback. He's not very good. He's a world class athlete. He is a incredible quarterback, but relative to being in the NFL, he's way, way, way down on the list of talent. Mm -hmm. So Washington should go in there and should give them a pretty good beatdown just because, as you said, the talent is not there. I don't care if, uh, if uh, Gannon is some sort of world-class uh, coach. He just right. doesn't have the talent, and especially at the most important position. I mean, the best quarterback they had there in the preseason was Colt McCoy. Yeah, and Colt McCoy is not good. No, as a yeah. starter, right? And and they got rid and of. By him. all counts, I guess he did have a bad sure. preseason, a bad camp, and stuff. And so it was yeah. a very easy let go because they just didn't have anything. But yeah, we're not in the business of like calling players trash and on all right. this other stuff because, I mean. If you watch Josh Dobbs warming up out there, it would be oh, pretty oh. amazing. <laughs> Hold up. What? Hold up. I, I mean, I guess I guess you got me on a technicality here, Stoner. Yeah. Okay, because you just said that we, we, we're not in the, the habit of calling players trash. Correct. Which you did not use that word. So right. he's got me on a technicality, Trev. But did yep. this man not just spend five to ten minutes – Thank you. Crashing Chase hey, Young. Thank I started you. this off by saying I just came off of five minutes of absolutely bashing Chase Young. You did. But I'm doing that. I'm saying relatively speaking. Okay, Chase Young, as a football player, is an incredible football player, an incredible athlete. But relative to him being an NFL difference maker, right now he's not that guy. So it's the same as Josh Dobbs. I'm not saying Josh Dobbs is a trash football player, but in relation, relatively speaking, to being an NFL quarterback who can lead his team to victory on a Sunday in the regular season, I don't think he's capable of doing that. So in that in that term, I think he's not a good football player. He is a good, you know what I mean? He is a very good football player but not when he's got to line up against another team on a Sunday who's got five more <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, you're, that's I'm, not a very calling him, I'm not calling yeah. him as a trash football player, but he, he is relatively speaking, a, he's, he's not a, backup, a good football player. He's a backup quality QB. At best. At, at best. best. At best. He has, he has two, uh, two starts against uh, last year – for Tennessee, two losses, threw for 58.8%, 411 yeah. yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. 
it's not going to get it done. Not not going to get it done. Spent some time with Pittsburgh, and to me, that's probably going to be the most telling. Is uh, is that he was with Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh let him go. Pittsburgh yeah. is pretty good at evaluating talent, right? And and talent. and developing yeah. talents, sure. and for them to let Dobbs go, who, by the way, this is this is now definitely getting absurd on my part. He's only 28 years old, but when I looked at his picture, I was just like, I had to go look at his age. Yeah. Because I was just like, man, how long has Dobbs been in the league? Is he bit is he like a Jacoby Brissett who's like in his lower 30s? Now the dude, the dude's 28, only spent three years in the league. I was a little surprised uh mm. to uh, to see that. So, and I don't want to put this out into the universe, but if Washington loses this game to Josh Dobbs, then it's gonna be a hellish year. Because yeah, if you lose to somebody like that, what makes you think you're going to go into Denver and beat them and go into Philly and beat them and so on and so forth? So we just – they have to go in there. They have to give them a good beatdown and let the rest of the league say, oh, yeah, but it was Arizona. Fine. Say that. That's But that's what you need to do. You don't want to walk out there having lost 17 to 14 – you don't even want to walk out there having one 17 to 16. You got to go in there and you got to give them a pretty good beatdown and you got to look good doing it. And then let the rest of the league not believe in you because it was just Arizona. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, this is kind of a no-win situation it for Washington kind of, yeah. because you win, even if you win big, it's Arizona, the team's tanking. Even on overaction Monday, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Sam Howell looked good, but it was against the Cardinals. So. Sure. We'll That's see fine. what he looks like in week two. And yeah. um, and if you don't beat them big, people are going to question, you know, how good of a team can, are sure. you really if you don't beat them big? And if God forbid That's you lose good. against the Cardinals because the fans, the pitchforks the are going to come out. Ron Rivera <laughs> might not be welcome back into uh to the team facilities right if they can't beat arizona that would be an abysmal abysmal thing yeah if we lose to josh jobs everybody everyone's fired jerry says absolutely everyone's i mean fired. everybody just everybody <laughs> gone just just bring up uh the maryland uh terps let's call that your new team and be yeah. done with it because good lord get a new owner too yeah you start getting the owner out of here oh and i go too far Maybe a little bit. Maybe a bit. So, well, we're going to get into some of those game predictions. We talked about the game. We talked about who we want to see and what, what we want to start. Let's get to the game predictions here in the cool down as uh, we want to, I want to get from you. What do you think the score is going to be? I want to hear some of those player stats. Let's get bold. Let's get wild and bring out those dollar dollars here in the cool down. <laughs> 